Welcome to episode 15 of the Salsa Soul Food Podcast. Hey, Angela. Hello, Mark. Thanks for tuning in. Before we get started, I wanted to thank everyone who has been listening. And whatever platform you've been uh, listening to the podcast on, please leave a review. Leave a five-star review if you're listening on um, iTunes. Yeah, don't mess with our perfect five-star reviews. We've got four... (laughs) five stars so we got one bad one that is just messing us up badly yeah so please uh go in there and and leave a five-star review or just share the podcast via email or on social media add it to your stories uh share it with people and people that you find would really benefit from a particular episode yeah what's really heartwarming uh we're seeing a lot of the spotify unwrapped and that salsa soul food podcast is on people's top five podcasts that they listen to and they're sharing that on Instagram. That's really cool to see. Yeah, that was nice. Some of my friends had uh, supported me today on that and it made me feel good. So thanks guys for doing that. Thank you. So how you been? I'm feeling relaxed. Good. I'm feeling relaxed. I'm looking right now at Mark's Christmas tree, which is beautiful. It's really nice. And I'm feeling relaxed. I was telling Mark that I'm obsessed with the crown right now. I'm late to the to the game, but I made it. Well, Mark hasn't even seen it, so I guess I'm not late. But that's my latest addiction. And, I, and you were that. saying you were uh, taking a nice little bubbly last night. Yep. I took a nice bath. Um, I just love taking baths. It's calming. And I use, I forget the name of the brand, but I use, I got it at Target. It's like a lavender magnesium bath salt. That's amazing. And it feels so good. And my tub is new. I had cleaned it over the weekend. So I felt like ready to go. <laughs> See, I always feel a little weird about baths because like, how do you get the temperature right? How do you uh, what, like uh, m- my bathtub doesn't have a stopper in it. Like, and I'm sure I could buy one. But I like there was one night where I was thinking, Mark, you're going to take a bath. It's your relaxing night. You're going to you're going to get in there. You're going to soak. Um, so I looked online, like how to have a bath without one of those stoppers. And I used like the top of a Mason jar Mm -hmm. to like (laughs) make sure the water didn't go down the drain. Yeah. Um, and then once I got that all sorted out, I realized I didn't have bubbles in any way. So I think I just started squeezing hand soap into, (laughs) into the water. Yeah, you could do that. I mean, I wouldn't necessarily recommend that if you have sensitive skin, but you could probably handle it. Oh, stop it. No, you could, I think, because most soap is like the same. But if you're like sensitive to something, then don't do that. But you could. Yeah. And then so I soaked in there for like a couple minutes and then I was just sweating like crazy. I think I made the water too hot Um, and it was actually kind of not fun at all. It wasn't relaxing. Yeah, you're right. The temperature has to be just right. Mine was super hot and I was red like a lobster, but I kind of prefer to be like absolutely burning. And I love like the sauna not like i go to the sauna <laughs> like i'm not oh. like <laughs> like i've only been to a sauna twice in my life sauna friends where i don't get to see them <laughs> yeah so but i just love like sweating because i tend to have difficulty sweating on my own which is a whole nother topic for another show yeah uh, tune into episode 25 the sweat show yes but there is somebody i follow her name's dr jess but she, she has this protocol called kill bind and sweat to get rid of like toxins in your body mm-hmm. so that really really hot bath is something she would recommend for people who can't like go to a sauna which is most people during a pandemic 
Um, but I get what you mean. It's kind of like it is overwhelming. That was one of the first things I searched when places were shutting down. Like I was getting into saunas at, at the gym and the gyms were still perfectly open. They were ready oh. to go early March. And then I was thinking, is this weird for me to be sweating in a like uh, there, there was like no information at that time. Like mm. I didn't we didn't even know if it could live on surfaces like anything about covid. And so I was like searching. I was like, does anyone know if I can go to a sauna? And I played it safe. I didn't. But I was actually kind of curious about that, you know? Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, definitely like taking a hot bath if you want to kind of get the the sweat glands going. I don't know. I'm not a professional in that area, but it, it helps me. It makes me feel like I've almost like I've done like a mini workout, mm -hmm. but I've like relaxed without my muscles. The work. Yeah, without any of the work. <laughs> um, well, Speaking of some working in the morning, we got a we got a phenomenal episode for you. You just you just hang tight, everybody. This is a good one. Yes, get ready for my morning routine. You're gonna hear it. You're gonna hear it all detailed out. In this episode, I'm going to discuss my morning routine. Over the years, I've gathered different rituals and practices that I've started to use every morning to help me feel grounded and centered. And I know that especially during the month of December with the holidays coming up, it's a time when we can feel so overwhelmed and stressed. And we often forget to just take that time, whether it's five minutes, whether it's 25 minutes to just relax and center ourselves, especially during a pandemic. Uh, so I want to give you some tips and tricks. Typically, this is also a video that you'll see on YouTube. I think like our generation, we're just obsessed with morning routines, which I love because it's so fun to see what people do. But if you know me, you know that I don't have that camera equipment <laughs> and or a crew. So I'm going to do it on the podcast. You barely have microphones. Yeah. <laughs> and that way you can just imagine me going through this routine. Close your eyes. Be with Angela in bed. Yes, please. <laughs> so the first one is extremely easy. Make your bed. So every day, of course, I get out of my bed and doing that is just so calming to me. And for, for everyone, that might not be the case, but it's the first thing that I can do to kind of check off in my mind, like, okay, I've done this. My room looks tidy. It looks neat. And then I can go on my day that you know for many parents out there that might be the first thing that you tell your child is always like make your bed when I was younger that really wasn't something I always did but now I really enjoy doing that so that's a simple free task and if you have a futon uh, whatever you have that is something that you can do I actually had to make my bed for the first couple months of me living in this apartment because um, my camera was facing that way for for work so if I didn't make my bed, I would look like a slob for the for the first True. like couple meetings. And my computer didn't do virtual backgrounds for a little while, but Zoom like fixed that so I can. So I had to make my bed in order to appear professional <laughs> in work because I mean, I could have moved my camera, but I didn't really want to because I like it like this. Yeah, that's a good point, too, for those of us working from home mm -hmm. and your your room, your bedroom might be your office. So that's another reason to make your bed in the morning. Did you make your bed in Moldova? Yes, in Moldova. So I was a Peace Corps volunteer in Moldova. That's what Mark's referring to. And yes, I would make my bed uh, in Moldova as well. That was like one of the ways that I definitely calmed myself <laughs> through that experience. Nice. So another tip is, so hydrate, right? 
go get your water because overnight, and I, I think I mentioned this in the diet um, episode that we talked about the diet culture where our body is naturally detoxing overnight, right? That's why it's called breakfast. Cause you're breaking the fast of the seven to eight hours that you slept. If you didn't sleep seven to eight, whatever amount of time that you slept, your, your body was sort of detoxing and sort of, um, cleansing itself of the toxins and things that it no longer, um, needs. Right. So getting some, some water in your system before you go for like coffee, tea, matcha, whatever else you're going to drink, I would say, get a good like glass of water. And then wait, hold on. Can you, um, can you tell us? So Karen was our last guest, your mother. Yes. The the episode before this, isn't there a story about kid, you guys pranking her with nightly glasses of water? Is that something? Yeah. So this is at night. My mother always keeps a glass of water. Like we have a, like a bar top that's kind of near the bathroom. So when she gets up at night to go to the bathroom, she likes to take a sip of water. It's an odd ritual. And so we like, We, um, my brother actually filled the glass, like overfilled it so that when she went to take a sip middle of the night, it splashed all over her nightgown. So that's like a nightly, her nightly ritual. But yes, I'm glad that you thought of that. It's a funny, it's a funny story. (laughs) It, It was hysterical. So the next tip so hydrate with whatever you want. Well, with water, not what it, with whatever you want. <laughs> and the next thing to do is have a warm drink that you really enjoy, right? Something where you can create a ritual out of it. So for many people, many Americans, I know that that's coffee. Get like a good quality coffee if you can with your favorite, you know, nut milk or whatever, whatever you like to add to it and make it sort of a ritual so that it, it's nice and you really enjoy it. Uh, maybe herbal tea, matcha, hot chocolate now with the holiday months. And the reason why I really um, would promote drinking a hot drink over an ice beverage is that in traditional Chinese medicine, which is known as TCM or Ayurveda, which is um, ancient Indian medicine, um, they believe that your digestion is like a fire, right? So you need to fuel that fire and you don't want to make it damp, right? Because if you make it damp, then you're going to have issues like constipation. Your digestion will slow down. Um, And so continually drinking um, hot liquids, especially first thing in the morning and then throughout the day is actually going to help you if you're somebody who deals with maybe IBS or chronic constipation or, you know, many other different issues as well because our digestive health is connected to everything as we know. So many of you might think that that sounds kind of like something your, your grandmother might say or like somebody who's like older or kind of like a myth of like, oh, don't drink cold things while you're sick. And I get that. Because I never sort of like believed that. But now that I've gone through digestive issues and I know the power of a warm beverage. So that's why I'm passing it on to you. Uh, Something I really do like is sometimes just sip on hot water. Like if you want to make it the most affordable, just boil some water in a pot or in a kettle. And there you go. You can add lemon. You can add lime, orange, um, herbal teas, whatever you would like. I also know, I actually just posted to my Instagram, a product by organic Olivia. It's called digestive juice. And it's basically a digestive bitter that you would, you spray it on your tongue before you're going to eat to help your, your stomach um, digest or to help produce stomach acid. What I'll do is I've even been spraying that and just a little bit of hot water in the morning to like get me going. Uh, I'll take my probiotic as well. 30 minutes before my meal. And then I'll have that little drink. This morning, actually, I had some really good hot chocolate just with water. And there's a local chocolate company called Taza. 
and they have like a really dark ground chocolate like cacao or cocoa powder with a little bit of chili and let me tell you that helped me produce the bowel movement of a lifetime Ooh, i don't know if that's the right phrase for it but <laughs> let's just be real like sometimes <laughs> things like that like sometimes caffeine and chocolate can help they're like natural diuretics so they can also help you go to the bathroom so that's that's my spiel on that so you get a nice hot chocolate in the morning that sounds nice yeah have a nice warm drink and make a ritual out of it that your stories about like you know hot liquids when you're feeling sick did i ever tell you about my grandmother's drink for me when i was sick no tell me <laughs> i don't recommend anyone do this but i want to know if other people had grandmothers that did this we, she she did flat ginger ale yep i've heard of this okay yeah so she was just like i don't know what she would do she would like shake it and then <laughs> let it all fizzle out or something like that but she wanted it to be flat and she's like here's your <laughs> I don't know. Ginger ale probably has a lot of sugar. I haven't even had one in a long time, but I assume so because it's like a sweet drink. But here's your flat sugar beverage, you little fatty. <laughs> yeah. So what did she want you to cure with that? Like, what was the point I of it? I think it was either like, I think it was like throwing up or yeah, like that, nausea that kind of stuff. Yeah. That's what I would get to. And I think the reason, and that goes back to traditional Chinese medicine where we look at ginger, right? And ginger is like heating, it's hot, it's warming. But then as Americans, we ended up being like flat ginger ale. <laughs> like that's our equivalent. So that's a good point because you can even like cut up some ginger, throw that in boiling water, and that can be your little morning bevy. But don't don't get a flat ginger ale. I think, uh, yeah, she she was. <laughs> we've we've evolved from then. Got yeah, some ginger tea. My dad was telling me the other day that his mother used to take boiling water or hot water and add like Vicks vapor rub and make them drink it. Which is technically like poisonous. I don't think you should be drinking that at all. Come here, little Frankie. Let me put some whiskey under your gums. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, except she had an Italian accent, I believe. But <laughs> I don't know what mine was. That was just me as an old lady. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Come here, Frankie. <laughs> so do your warm drinks. That's my, my short TED talk on that. Mm -hmm. And okay, next is to find a space in your apartment, condo, home, wherever you are where you can go to each morning um, to do this sort of ritual, right? For me personally, I have a yoga mat and I have like a little body pillow that a friend made for me. Um, and I have that either in like my uh, living room or my bedroom because I don't really have a huge space and I'll like on alternate where I like lay it out. Um, and that way I can just do some like light stretching. I can sit, you know, on the floor. We're always like, we're seated most of the day in chairs. So I think it's nice to be able to like, get on the floor and like stretch your body in a different way. Uh, so find a spot that's comfortable for you. And again, like you can even like make it uh, like put like your favorite things in that spot, like hang pictures, like make even like a little nook. If you, if you're able to do that in your home and put things around you that remind you of maybe accomplishments you have or photos of loved ones, uh, just a way to have gratitude first thing in the morning. One of my favorite practices once I'm settled in my little space with my hot drink is to <laughs> recite mantras or write them in a journal. And mantras are basically just positive thoughts or things that I kind of want to manifest like into my life. And this for me is more of like a spiritual practice. It's not um, necessarily associated with like any particular religion, but depending on what I'm currently focusing on or what I'm struggling with, I will create my own mantras or maybe get them 
from a couple of like self-help or spiritual books that I tend to have on my bedside and I just read from them every morning. Um, so one of them may be um, like I release fear and anger. Like let's just say I was pissed the night before and I got in a fight with somebody the next day I can kind of be like I release fear and anger I release fear and anger and when I just like say that over and over again and write it down it's not guaranteed it's going to go away because I've had times when I do this and five seconds later I'm like yelling at my boyfriend (laughs) so you know I don't want to be a hypocrite but these things do like mantras for me have been very like super magical because you're kind of just pinpointing what it is and saying like okay I'm going to release this or I'm going to shift this um, negative thought or whatever your, your goal is. Like, say you want to be productive. You can say like, I am productive and successful, or I am productive and inspired, like whatever it is that you want to write about. It could be funny. I think like one of mine, I think we mentioned this in the episode where Denise was in, but I was like, my hormones are glowing or something like that. Like just, you could be fun with it or be weird. Like it doesn't have to be so like inspirational. So write a mantra. Also free writing. I have a lot of friends that free write in journals. If that is more your style, then that's also something else that you can do. What I'm, I think we're at the point of this morning routine where like I can see someone waking up and making their bed and making a hot drink, but like anything more than that, I feel like people are very resistant like hesitant to do anything not even hesitant they just don't want to do it they're tired they're groggy they don't give a shit like you you know i mean i've I've been the kind of person that has woken up for workouts before and once i get into the routine of it i feel great but like the first couple mornings i hate myself and i hate doing it and i can't I, i mean i'm not doing it now especially i don't know what it is it's maybe it's the the pandemic or whatever but I there's no part of me that would work out before work it's like an after work thing now which when I know I'll feel better if I do it before but I'm just like that though that, that ship has sailed baby like <laughs> how can you get people to do more than just the bare minimum in the morning yeah that's a good question and I'm sure that's on everyone's mind and so this is something that I've come to like resort to when I'm in when I'm like in a funk and I'm like okay my morning routine has been all over the place or I'm not sleeping well that's when I'll try to like go back to it and try to like reincorporate it so first and foremost like I'm not perfect and this I'm not like this enlightened woman who's like drinking ginger tea and then like well there goes all of our sponsors yeah so like this like this morning for example like there's a they're drilling in my condo which drives me to drink and so like (laughs) I literally, I can't sit on my mat because I'm bullshit the whole day. So I, what I'll do is like I take my tea or whatever and I, I've been walking around the apartment just to get those steps in. Yeah. And so, and because it feels good. So I think like to just go also listen to your body and like if you're too tired to work out in the morning or to do whatever routine you end up establishing, then find like other pockets of the day where you can then incorporate it maybe mm. um, or just start out basic. If it's just having like a nice warm drink and you're just like, making your bed then like just do what you can do and so that's a good point that you bring up because yeah we don't all have time or motivation you know I don't even have children so again that would completely change if I had a child you know Um, so yes that is a good point to mix it up based upon how you're feeling I think establishing the routine at first lets you kind of explore and like understand what you want or need and then you can break it up accordingly 
And so the next thing that I'm going to say, and again, these are like all suggestions. I'm not doing all of these necessarily at once, but I think that, so I kind of mentioned writing the mantras, which for me is spiritual. So I think that in the morning, it's kind of nice to take time for creative or spiritual activities. For me, those are like one and the same because anything that is creative is like raising your vibration. It's connecting to like your spirit, your soul. Like that's how I, how I feel about that. So whether that's for you, maybe you read a religious text or it's a self-help book or just a book that you like, or it's maybe singing, like doing vocal exercises, or instead of sitting on a mat and stretching, you're like dancing, you put on your favorite Christmas music, like whatever that is, it can be like one song. It doesn't have to be, you know, for 50 minutes, right? It can just be five minutes of your day. So tapping into like whatever is creative or spiritual for you that can let you like really just hone in on yourself and what you're feeling like a great um, exercise too is to like put your hand like on your chest, like over your heart and just take like three very deep breaths, right? Deep breathing is so important. And I know this because like, I just am like clenched, like my whole body is tight throughout the day. Like even right now I'm like, I need to deep breathe so I can speak clearly on the podcast. So just taking three deep breaths with like your hand over your heart or both of your hands is something that just to, to be thankful for the day. And another exercise for writing as well is just writing three things that you're grateful for in a journal. Again, I, I don't do this every day, but I have done it in the past. And that's another way to just like start the day off. Again, like Mark said, if you don't necessarily have time to write or don't want to, just think of three things that you're grateful for and just close close that off. Close that off? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> there we go. This is my English is a whole different language, everybody, just so you know. I always blame it on the fact that I speak a couple of other languages, but that's not fair. Uh, okay. So again, I mentioned this before that you can like do like um, light yoga or stretching. I just do stretching because I'm like, and I'll do some yoga poses that I know from classes, but I'm not like a professional yogi or anything like that. And doing a little like massage on your neck or just like rubbing your legs. I know that sounds weird for some people, but honestly, like you need to massage and touch your bod. Like whatever way you got to do it, you got to do it because we're not hugging each other right now. So you got to give that love to your body. I don't care if you're a man. I don't care if you're a woman. Like you just got to get into that. Uh, So again, a little massage goes a long way. So those are the main recommendations I would have for you in the morning. Again, I'll sort of close off (laughs) again. I'm using the word close close off, (laughs) close off my morning routine with just, um, like a little prayer. Praying is something that, that I also love to do in the morning, which again, I don't associate with religion. I just pray for my friends, my family. I think of people or, or, or communities that need like positive thoughts and prayers. And then that just makes me feel like I'm a part of something greater, which for some people is very, um, calming and like grounding. And, f- and for me, that is. And then the next thing that I do is make my breakfast. So again, I know that not everybody eats in the morning. Um, and I know something else that has really helped me with my digestion is really eating a full breakfast uh, and taking the time again, if you can, to make your breakfast. If you can't, getting things that are prepared or that are easily accessible for you in the morning that you will enjoy is really, really important. And again, I would also recommend really um, nourishing 
and warm foods, especially in these cold months. Um, so if you can have something I've been liking a lot lately is like stewed apples where you just cut up an apple and throw it with some water in a, in a pot and let it um, boil with like cinnamon on it. And you can add it to oats or yogurt. Um, but things like that that are really warming oats, eggs, like things that are hot. I know that we love smoothies and I, and I also love smoothies as well, but you don't really necessarily want to be having an icy cold beverage, like throw that on your digestive system first thing in the morning. Uh, it's just not going to be the best. So if you are going to make a smoothie, try to do something with like, uh, like, a, um, fruit that's not frozen, maybe like banana, spinach, cinnamon, nutmeg with like an almond milk and try to make it more like room temp. I know it doesn't sound as appealing, but making something more like a porridge or a smoothie that's not f like ice cold would will really be one of my tips as well for like adding to your morning routine. You're pissing off a lot of donkeys drinkers. Well, okay, iced coffee. Yeah. And let me tell you, I love an iced coffee. So with that said, you take the knowledge and you do it what, what you want with it. Um, I don't, I'm not saying like, if you have a nice coffee, you're never going to have a bowel movement again or anything like that. You, well, I can tell you that's not true. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So depending on what like your preferences, and I meant to say this during the drink portion, if you like like an ice cold water with lemon or you like something icy, then like go ahead. I'm just speaking from this perspective of someone who does deal with more like stagnation when it comes to my bowels. So that's kind of my tips again do your ice drink, whatever feels good and is like a ritual for you in the morning. Just try to make that time and, and have that practice, whether it's five minutes with your hot beverage of just deep breathing, whether it's just five minutes or 10 minutes of stretching, try to see what really works with your lifestyle. And again, it's all about just like a little bit of reflecting and, and slowing, slowing down to get you ready for the day. Oh, I like that. I was just I was just busting your chops. I am an iced coffee drinker in the morning, but you know, listening to your tips, I'll probably switch it up a little bit. Nice, exciting. With some um, flat ginger ale. Is that that good? Is yeah, you can good? warm it up. Okay, okay, thank you. I'll put it in a pot. I'll we'll keep, be all set. I'll keep it in a. I'll keep it. <laughs> what do people sleep on? <laughs> Those like little baggies of hot water. Oh, I have a hot water bottle, if that's what you're yeah, referring so I'll, to. I'll fill it with my flat ginger and I'll sleep on it. <laughs> okay. It'll be nice and toasty in the morning. Great. Yeah, that's a good way to do it. Yeah. Cool.